Hello, passionate people. You are listening to Passion Harvest. Thank you so much for listening today. And as always, I'm so passionate to share these episodes with you. I'm Louisa, your host, International Passion Ambassador. Every week we share new episodes talking with people across the planet who have an inspiring, entertaining and passionate story to share, taking you on a journey to discover your passion. Hello, passionate listeners. If anyone hasn't told you today how great you are and how beautiful you are and you have so much passion inside of you, let me be the first. Okay, so it's time now to pivot. It's time to change your emotional perception and just make a subtle change right now in this very moment. Allow yourself to feel the essence of you. Fill yourself up with love and connectivity and allow that beautiful energy to surge through you that allows you to say, I am me, I'm individual and I'm okay with that. In fact, I'm so passionately joyful with that and I need no one to validate my life, no one to validate my actions and no social media account to determine how popular I am by the amount of likes I have. Get that high vibe flowing, passionate people. And when you tap into that sparkle, that empowering energy, that connectiveness, your passion will flow. In fact, your passion never stops. In fact, your passion has always been there. It's never gone. It is never lost nor found. You just remembered it. Hi, guys. I'm so excited to speak with you and utterly nervous at the same time. I was lying in bed this morning thinking, would I rather do a solo podcast or run along the beach naked? And I couldn't decide. While I have nothing against nudity, in fact, I welcome it. Both options would leave me utterly vulnerable. So I think the universe is guiding me. Two guests have changed their interview times to next week. So hello, it's me, myself and I, Louisa. I watched this wonderfully inspiring documentary on Netflix last night called Kim Swims and it's about this passionate woman Kim from New Zealand who after a serious life-threatening accident turned to swimming and has completed all these astoundingly difficult and dangerous swims. I love in the documentary they call it wildlife, wildlife meaning sharks. That's a side note. Anyway, I was particularly taken with the documentary as I am a keen ocean swimmer myself. At the end of the documentary, she said, and I'm sure she was talking to me, if you think you can't do something or you are afraid of doing something, that's exactly when you should do it. And I thought, that's it. I am going to put myself out there and do a solo podcast, which I have been intending to do for many weeks. So me, I put my hand on my heart and asked who I am. Who am I really? And I found three layers to myself. First, I came up with Louisa, the name. I was born. Mother, worker, friend, loves yoga, meditating and nature and walking along the beach and traveling. It was all about the doing things, the things that are all the external aspects of me, although truly things that I'm passionate about. Then came the second layer. It was more the adjectives, kind, funny, caring, hopeful, calm, peaceful, generous, etc., etc. And finally, the answer was, who am I? It came to me, I'm part of everything. I am nature. I am the wind that blows. 
I am the sun that shines. I am the ocean that flows and the flower that blossoms. I am all. We are everything. We are all intrinsically connected. So here I am, the passion ambassador, talking to you for episode 16, and I guess it's about time to. It's kind of delightfully easy to hide behind another, and I guess that's what I've been doing with all the wonderful and incredible guests I've had on the show, and we have so many more to come, so stay tuned. I'm so excited. Perhaps I have been hiding all my life, hiding me, so here I am, and I'll tell you my story or parts thereof in the time frame that we have in just a moment. It's so amazing to have so many wonderfully passionate guests on the show, and I feel so honored and grateful and privileged and blessed to have spoken to every one of them. I feel that each guest has a message for you, but also for me too, that might sound strange. I embrace and learn from every guest, and I feel they have so honored me by sharing their passions, wisdom, their journey, and their story with us. Each guest from Gabriel Euphoria, who talked about life off the grid and being present with children, to Asha Elliott reminding us that we are the navigators of our lives, and Tony Charles and her passion for the planet, and Kesa Humphreys, who spoke about living the best life and her incredible strength in the face of adversity. In fact, <laughs> when Kesa... Uh, sent me a text after the podcast came out and she said she was too scared to listen to herself speak. I was shocked. I told her that she was the bravest person I knew. There are so many more wonderful and inspiring guests on this podcast, so please check out the episodes. I get such a high from speaking to the guests on the show. I love it. I'm passionate about it. Hearing what they are passionate about, what makes them tick, what makes them happy and how they have followed their journey and their path. Understanding what your passion is, what you truly desire, what lights you up and excites you, authentically understanding what motivates you and inspires you really opens up a new universe. It opens up your heart and helps you embrace your true and higher purpose. My uh, intention with the show is to share with the world not only an interesting story, but more than that. There is a silent message on an energetic level and that message is hope. That message is healing and joy and of course passion. And may you step a little lighter after listening to each episode as I do. So me and my life and what brings me here today connecting with you beautiful passionate people. Okay so I'm not going to say it's a cliche but a year ago my life was completely different. And I could never have imagined where I would be now. Once many years ago, about 25 years ago, a very wise man told me I would be a speaker. And I never thought more of it until recently. So, okay, Passion Harvest kind of evolved. And no, it didn't evolve out of the oblivious. It evolved through vibration and through taking a jump when I was ready. It evolved through passion and excitement and wonder and through my directed energy. It evolved really when I began to love myself more and when I let go of what other people might think of me and all more importantly when I stopped criticizing myself and I became worthy in my own eyes. Okay so sometimes I have doubts and gosh a lot of fears 
Well, less and less as I honour myself and am true to my thoughts and trust how I feel and I serve myself first and foremost and I've lost a lot of people along the way and gained a handful of joy. My old skin is shedding. It's kind of like the analogy that I've been asleep and now I'm awake and I can't wait for more and I can't get enough of learning and growing from a spiritual perspective. I am becoming the evolving Louisa. I consciously follow my heart to know what is right for me and to inspire others. I am more confident and braver and prouder than I have ever been. I'm more aware of my spirit and soul and guides than I have ever been. I have lost the fears. Well, mostly. I have lost certainly the fears of what others may think of me. For what I realized is that I and you are incredibly unique. In every way and when we honor and tap into the uniqueness that is us we shine we shine so bright self-respect self-dignity and self-love came back into my experience and i am so grateful for how my life has changed today when your ideas about yourself change so does your experience it's so true and there is no exception to the rule i'll say it again when your ideas about yourself change so does your experience The pivotal moment occurred when I was hastily ejected from the corporate world, aka I lost my job. Thank you, universe. I was relieved and devastated at the same time. I walked out and knew from that moment on I would never work in a corporate office again for a boss that diminished me and an industry that held no weight for my soul. I would follow my passion. I was free yet totally terrified and afraid of what was coming next. I think I've always been fearful of the unknown. I was one of those really organized people that like to know a schedule of exactly what's happening and when. Having newborn children really rocked my world. If only they could tell me when and what time and for how long they would be up in the night, I would have been okay with that. But the not knowing was torture for my ordered world. It really changed me on every level. More of my children later who are almost grown up Now, um, aside from that, I love them dearly and they are a true blessing in my life. Incredible teachers for me. And they constantly amaze me how mature and together they are for their ages. So I'm a work in progress and it's as if I imagine the future to be worse than the present. Walking into the unknown can be scary. These days, I'm more mindful to what's happening and the tip is to surrender aside from the fact that we have no choice. Get off that roller coaster of uncertainty. You cannot control your life. You cannot. You certainly can through the power of thought assist in creating your reality, but you cannot control your life. I don't know what's come next, but what's happening now is new and wonderful. And instead of worrying, I'm working on embracing now. To cut along very long story, very short, and for some reason I keep avoiding this wonderful lesson. The story goes like this. Just before I lost my job last year in 2018, something in me changed. I pivoted. In fact, it was always there. It was always me. It's just that I began to listen to the whispers. My awakening started with my son Marco convincing me to pick up yoga. In fact, I had done a teacher's training course many years ago, but had not practiced since I had my children. I think that's kind of when I first began to lose myself, as many women do. Looking back, I willingly and unconsciously lost Louisa. 
This happened slowly and gradually. It wasn't all at once, but I think the big thing was for me is that I tried to fit into a mold. I tried to be someone I wasn't. I tried to be someone who I thought was better than me, someone who was more worthy than me, someone who hid in the shadows and relied on exterior appearances and superficial connections. It makes me sad now that I lost so much of my life, but perhaps I'm a slow learner and perhaps I needed a few lessons along the way. Do I have regrets? No way. Would I have done it differently from my now perspective? Sure. But now I am not who I was and tomorrow I will not be who I am today. And I've had the most incredible teachers who showed me gratitude, conflict, respect, humility, and above all gave me the push to rise up and speak my truth in the face of adversity, in the face of fear, and I thank you. In fact, I now realize that this is one of my soul's purposes, to stand up for myself, to love myself and to honor myself, and in turn, others will respect me. As I deeply learned my own self love and respect, I love myself, and it's kind of weird to say, I love myself. We are taught as children or I was always anyway, that loving yourself is vain and selfish. How wrong that was. So yes, perhaps I'm a slow learner, but this last year and a bit I've made up for lost time. It's incredible. I'm learning at an astoundingly accelerated rate. So the yoga, I think, moved things, moved energy in my body. And while I'd always done a lot of exercise, this was different. Guys, seriously, yoga is amazing. While I was having marital problems, I became more mindful. I started to meditate just for a few minutes at a time and at first and then for longer periods. And I found I loved it. And now I can move into deep meditation rather rapidly. Seriously, I'd never meditated before or didn't like it, never pursued it. So meditation is kind of amazing, too. I read anything I could on spirituality. I flung myself into courses from Tantra to Kundalini and I found my people. You see, I'd just begun to isolate myself and perhaps I still I still honestly kind of do. No longer did I have the long lunches and endless entertaining. It just didn't feel right for me anymore. And it didn't happen instantly. These things don't happen. It's happened slowly. I consciously focused on only feeling good thoughts. I found one of my spiritual teachers on YouTube, Abraham Hicks, and went to her workshop in Dallas last year. I'll put a link in the show notes if you don't already know her. She is unbelievable. I began to stop and look at nature, really look and delight in the beauty of it. Every moment I tried to make precious and meaningful and look, it didn't always work, but the harder I tried, the more I flowed and I began to change. I grew. I watered my passions and I comforted my desires and I consciously and deliberately began to create my life. I became the navigator and I was no longer an oblivious observer stuck on the roller coaster. I embracingly took control of the direction of my life. I also endlessly Listen to spiritual teachings. In fact, it became a little bit obsessive. And to think <laughs> my daughter Manon actually laughed and videoed me meditating on Snapchat and sent it to her friends. It now really honestly is just the norm. And she doesn't even take notice of it anymore. Her friends might think I'm kind of peculiar and that is okay. Gosh, 
Now I even hear spirits talking, pleading with me to pass on messages to loved ones. It happened the other day while we were out and I just had to pass on this message. My 17-year-old said, oh my God, you are so weird, so embarrassing, I can't handle this. And she slowly removed herself from my proximity in case anyone might think we knew each other. So the person I relayed the message to began to cry and so did I and thanked me profusely. Just a few little changes and my daughter Manon is getting used to her evolving mother. So work, I'm still avoiding the subject. It's so easy to look back and make an evaluation on my career, but at the time I was all consumed and so distant from spirit. It soon became a pattern. Every day at lunchtime, I would escape the office and sit on the grass and eat my lunch and take off my shoes and wriggle my toes on the grass and close my eyes and look up at the sun. In fact, this part I was actually meditating, but I didn't want anyone to think I was strange, so I just pretended that the sun was in my eyes. I even picked up a gum leaf that had fallen on the grass and took it back to my office, carefully placed it slightly hidden in an effort to remind me of my lunchtime and my only time of joy during the day. I tried so hard to find satisfaction in my work. I tried so hard to connect with my colleagues. And truly, as time progressed, the only joy in the day was when I was alone sitting on the grass And it was so hard to drag my heavy spirit back to the office again and again, day after day. I got sick. For weeks, I felt like I'd been stabbed in the heart. I lost my voice, yet I still wasn't listening to spirit. This continued. I went to sit at the park on my lunch break, kick off my heels, meditate and look up at the sun and again pretend it was in my eyes so I could close my eyes and feel joy. The leaf inside my office shriveled and died, but I couldn't bring myself to throw it away because it became precious to me. So the leaf sat there slightly forgotten, hidden in the fast-paced corporate world. When I lost my job, thanks universe, that was a pretty powerful message. And as I packed up my office, I found the leaf and I realized that the leaf was, (sighs) I just got goosebumps, my symbol of hope. It symbolized passion and joy and direction, if only I would listen. As I looked around the room in my office, I felt all that this career had taught me. Stress, deadlines, anxiety, fear. (laughs) And this small leaf meant more to me than anything else. This leaf was freedom. This leaf made me cry. This leaf reminded me of joy. And from that day on, even though I was so scared of the future and even though sometimes I regress and life overwhelms me, promised to follow my passions. I promise to follow my heart. I promise to learn to love myself and I promised to listen to my intuition and to not be influenced by what others think, nor try or care of their opinions for the only person's opinion I need is mine, Louisa. I am passionate about evolving to be a better me. I am passionate about continually striving to be the best person I can be. I delight in being joyful and fulfilled and grateful and I am mindfully conscious of following my true path. I am passionate about embracing this body that is taking me through this wonderful journey called life. I am passionate about trusting that I am exactly where I need to be and I am passionate about continually harvesting all of this. 
So guys, these are just a few of the elements of my passions, although in the next solo episode, I will go deeper with a little more detail. If you ask, what is passion? Passion is purpose. Passion is momentum. Passion is magic. Passion is power. Passion is your choice. Passion is your soul connecting with you. Passion is doing something that you really like, that makes you feel good, where you lose track of time, that lights you up, and it's so beautifully, individually unique to each person. Passion is that inherent capability we have to remove ourselves from our mindless chat and connect with our heart. Passion is perhaps the easiest way to connect with the essence of you, without you having to overthink it and meditate and go on a juice fast. It's just there and you can take advantage of embracing it right now. How can you be happy if you don't follow your passion? (sighs) Okay, so I understand that we live in a world where we need to earn an income and put food on the table, but at the same time, living out without passion is not living. What's the point? Where's the happiness? Where's the joy? Ask yourself, what is holding you back? What? And for me personally, I realized that I was my own jailer. I held the key, me and me only. And I think it was the fear that for many, many, many years did not allow me to open the lock. When life is almost over, we regret what we didn't do. Live life fully. Embrace the beauty that surrounds us. Many of you have already found your passion, but don't wait for tomorrow. We have all been gifted the capacity to know our passion. And once you find your passion, you find your purpose. And again, this is tapping into your uniqueness, your exceptional ability. Passion needs to be nurtured and grown and taken care of. And then life changes. And when life changes, something remarkably great has happened. Growth shows up and tomorrow is going to get better. Follow your passion. There is no beginning and there is no end. Take this journey of life. Take this journey of your heart. Oh, and by the way, I know you can because by listening to this, you are already on your way and I am so excited for your passionate journey. What we are to become is what we are doing today. Today, you are exactly where you are meant to be. There are no mistakes, only lessons. And think well of yourself. Love yourself. This is so important and it will allow you to create the most full and passionate life for yourself. Love brings you back to passion. Self-love connects you to your heart and soul. If you choose to be your best friend, your passion is unlimited. It is impossible for us to behave in a manner that is inconsistent of how we see ourselves. You have so much potential. You offer so many possibilities. Okay, so sometimes passion holds a perception of risk and fear, but I know this. When we are on the edge and when we are willing to take a risk, it is only then that we realize what we are truly capable of. It is only then when we step out, we have the potential to fulfill our destiny. In the next solo episode, I'm going to dive deeper and give you some practical tools to help you discover your top five passions and how to implement them into your life. In preparation for passionate living, spend some time alone. Get to know you, get to know nature, or even if that's not possible, take your shoes off and put your feet on the grass. Close your eyes and lift your face to the sunlight. Journal, have long talks with yourself under the moon. In the meantime, until we next meet, 
Now is the time to be deeply honest with yourself. You are ready for clarity and I can't wait. I am so grateful for you listening to the Passion Harvest podcast. Please leave a review or comment on the podcast. I'll put a link in the show notes of how to do that. And please share the podcast with your friends if you think it might inspire them or just entertain and delight them for a spare 30 minutes. And I've redone the introduction and conclusion of the show. Changes. Hope you like it. And I always love to hear from you guys. So please send a message to me anytime. So Louisa signing off. This is my story. And this is my passion. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you would like to know more, follow Passion Harvest on Instagram or Facebook. We would love to hear from you. Tell us how you are living your passions. Please subscribe to our podcast and please rate and review it. Share it with a friend and inspire them to develop their passion. Goodbye and until next time, keep spreading that passion.